So there's a lot to like about the safety features of the BitBox itself.、Uh, this is even before we've、um, played with it and put it down. This is just explaining what it does. So these are huge bonuses from both a privacy, security. And then a convenience factor. And normally in tech, they say there's a trade-off between security and convenience. You can be highly secure but not highly convenient.、Uh, Staticus in that interview actually disagree with that statement, and we think they've done a really good job of making this safe, secure, and convenient. Welcome to Bitcoin Basics with your hosts Faris and Gordon. Visit BitcoinBasics.help if you need help buying and securing your Bitcoin. Hi everyone! Welcome to another episode of the Bitcoin Basics podcast. Now today, I'm very excited about doing a review of Shift Crypto's Bitbox O2, which is this little fella right here. So everyone, before we get started into the Bitbox review, we need to give a beginner's tip here. You're going to hear me saying moving your bitcoins and satoshis into the bitbox. That's not actually how Bitcoin works. The reason we say that is because we are devoted to helping new people understand this space, understanding Bitcoin, and this is why we use these phrases interchangeably. So your bitcoins or satoshis, they actually stay on the blockchain. The Bitcoin blockchain records every transaction from one wallet in and out of one wallet to another. And what you're actually doing with a wallet is that's where you keep your private keys. So think of your private keys like your email password. Anyone can send you an email, just like if anyone has your Bitcoin wallet address, anyone can send you bitcoins or satoshis. But for you to send those out, you need your email password. So it's the same thing with a wallet. Your wallet's password is your private keys. That's what allows you to manage and control those bitcoins, where to send them. So your private keys is where you would store、um, on the BitBox. That's where you keep your private keys. That's a cold storage device. You actually do have private keys on every wallet that you use. So when we say get your、um, private keys off in an exchange, what that means is if you've purchased Bitcoin on an exchange and you've left them there, the exchange owner has your private keys. You need to remove those private keys. So you're here saying. Moving bitcoins and satoshis into a wallet. Just so you know, that's not actually how it works. We will link into episodes where we talk about this. There are several on Bitcoin Basics podcast where we do talk about what are private keys and how do you manage them, and even where we talk about the different types of wallets. But just remember, when you hear people saying "not your keys, not your coins," that's what they mean. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe, like, and share so we can find others like yourself. For now, let's just talk about Shift Crypto. So we actually did have the pleasure of interviewing one of the founders of Shift Crypto. That's、uh, Roland or Staticus, as he goes by.、Uh, we'll link that video as well, where we talk a lot about the security and privacy details involved in Shift Crypto, and they are really impressive. So Shift Crypto, which is a Swiss-based company, has been around since 2015. What we really appreciate is that they're open source.、Uh, We have talked about open source a lot on the Bitcoin Basics podcast, so as you know, we are strong advocates of that. And there's yeah plenty of episodes where we talk about why open source is much more secure. The beauty about Shift Crypto is that they are Switzerland-based company, and the Bitbox itself is designed but also manufactured in Switzerland. And Staticus went into a great detail to explain why that's important to them because they're maintaining the security of the supply chain. 
So some of the problems that you could have is if your cold storage device is manufactured overseas, then you're not really overseeing the security. Um, some of these devices could already have malware installed. And by the time it gets to a consumer, they think that they're downloading their Bitcoins or Satoshis onto a safe cold storage device when it's already been um, tarnished or pirated. So this is something that Shift Crypto have done really well, is that it is manufactured in Switzerland. Uh, this actually came in a vacuum seal packaging that had letters and numbers around it. So if it was opened and resealed, you would already know. The device itself, the only way you can get in is if you essentially break the device itself. That's how well sealed and glued everything is together. So the Bitbox O2 is really clean and minimalist in design, and it's running on a USB-C connection. But Shift Crypto have included everything you would get in the packet. This is a USB connector, which goes directly onto it, so no fiddling with cables. But this little extension cable comes in handy as well. So what you can do is you can plug the Shift Crypto, the Bitbox, directly into a USB-C port. But if you're unable to do that, then what you have is this really good quality extension cable, which you can use for a laptop and especially for a desktop. It's not just the physical security aspects of the BitBox that you really appreciate, it's the software as well. So when you plug this into your computer, it basically is going to make sure that this is an authentic device, and it does that in two ways. One is it's end-to-end -end encrypted, which basically means no one can tap into the signal. So when you put this in your computer, if you're doing it in a public area, for example, which obviously we advise against, but say you are, um, it's encrypted, which means no one's going to um, listening into that device. When this device is communicating with your um, computer, it's no one can listen in. But also, once you plug it in, they basically need to synchronize and say, okay, this is a legitimate device, and it won't do that. So in essence, it's not going to let you plug in a faulty device or a, a device that's been tampered with. The BitBox O2 has um, two different types. There is the Bitcoin-only edition, which is what we're looking at today. And there's the other one that allows for more cryptocurrencies. As you know, we are Bitcoin-only, hence I requested the Bitcoin-only edition. The argument there is that it has a less of an attack surface. So if you are running a cold storage device where it can have many other tokens or cryptocurrencies, then potentially you're opening yourself up to other vulnerabilities. Whereas with Bitcoin, it's just Bitcoin. So a feature I really appreciate about the BitBox, which no one else is doing, is it comes with a micro SD backup card. Now, if you have run a cold storage device in the past, you will be aware that what you have to do is you have to have a 24 seed um, backup phrase. So what this means, that if you lose a cold storage device, you can buy another one, put in those 24 seeds, and it will regenerate your wallet. It can does the same thing with mobile wallets, desktop wallets, is those 24 seeds are even more valuable than the wallet itself. Because lose a wallet, that's okay. You can back it up with those seeds. So anyone involved in Bitcoin will know keeping your seed phrases is the most stressful part. How do you keep them? Piece of paper, it can get damaged, it can get burnt, it can lose. You don't keep them in the same place as your BitBox. You don't travel with them maybe. 
So keeping your seed phrases backed up is actually very, very stressful. How do you do it and who do you trust? This is where a lot of people spend the most of the time considering when it comes to how do I keep my Bitcoin safe? Not the device, but the seed words. So for this reason, I really like the SD card that comes with this device. So this SD card actually plugs into the BitBox itself and it backs up the wallet onto there. So you only need to do this the first time and then you can take the SD card out and you keep this in a separate place. If you keep this in a separate location, um, and what you need to do, and this is something that BitBox allows you to do, is add a passphrase. And what you can do is you can leave this with your next of kin. Um, and if something happens to you, there are ways of getting that passphrase to them, um, secure ways. This is something that we actually identify at BitcoinBasics.help. So there's a lot to like about the safety features of the BitBox itself. Uh, this is even before we've um, played with it and put it down. This is just explaining what it does. So these are huge bonuses from both a privacy, security, and then a convenience factor. And normally in tech, they say there's a trade-off between security and convenience. You can be highly secure, but not highly convenient. Uh, Staticus in that interview actually disagree with that statement. And we think they've done a really good job of making this safe, secure, and convenient. So that is an awesome security feature and not just for legacy planning for your Bitcoin, for estate planning, but one for when you, for traveling. So when you think about it, more governments are becoming aware of Bitcoin and the fact that it's decentralized. Uh, if you've traveled recently, you will have to declare if you have $10,000 or less on you. Sorry, everyone. That's obviously $10,000 or more, which you can't really do with Bitcoin because technically it's not on you. But I think governments are starting to realize, okay, this whole Bitcoin thing, it is a way of moving capital across borders. How do we control it? So if you are, have a cold storage device, if you have a Bitcoin wallet on your phone and some governments are now checking your phones on entry, they might be aware that, hey, you have a cold storage device, you have a Bitcoin wallet. Whereas this thing, it just looks like an SD card where it plugs into a phone or a GoPro and all they'll think, oh, it's an SD card with you know, it's blank or it's got videos and photos on it. So as far as traveling with your um, cold storage device, this to me is a really brilliant idea. And again, have the passphrase because only you know the passphrase and only you can access it when you're traveling. So end-to-end -end travel, I think this is a really, really good solution. So when it comes to using the BitBox itself, different to other cold storage devices, it doesn't have actual buttons but you tap and even slide on the edges of the BitBox itself. So as you can see here, you can um, put in your password this way, and it is actually quite sensitive and does pick up your fingers quite, quite well. Uh, actually, the only criticism I would make is the first time I was doing this, I was unaware that I'd already put in a password. And when I tried it again, it said the passwords didn't match. So you do want to pay attention to this because, um, yeah, you can, because of its sensitivity, you just want to make sure you didn't do an incorrect digit. And then if you hold the edges, corners together like that, when those two triangles come together, that basically is like an enter. And this is the handy thing as well with Shift Crypto is they've included everything you need in the packet. So the cable that comes with it, if you're um, charging your laptop or even if you're using a desktop, this little cable is really handy and just plugs in and the BitBox just picks everything up right away. So 
quite a good quality cable compared to other ones I've had to use. And yeah, very, very handy to have. Alright guys, for the next part of this video, we are going to go through the setup and installation of your BitBox. For those of you who will know your way around this, you probably don't need to see that. So I'm going to give you a review, the highlights of what I like about the BitBox. Um, so the number one thing I really do appreciate, obviously, is the security. That's the hardware security and the open source that we talked about. The backup options. This was the SD card. I really appreciate the large screen on the BitBox itself, that's really, really cool. That's something I really did like. And the connection options, and I'll talk about this a bit more later. Uh, the other thing is the price. So um, I'll talk about price compared to other similar products on the market. Um, so to be honest, it was difficult to come up with some cons what I didn't like. Originally, it was the, I mentioned the touchpad sensitivity. I think that was just me not paying attention when I first took it out of the box, playing around with it. Um, yeah, it seems to be responsive, but not overly sensitive, as I mentioned. Um, but maybe just keep an eye on that. Uh, the only really criticism I have here, guys, is the uh, paraphernalia. So as you saw, I have the uh, 21M hat there. It did come with some stickers and stuff. And obviously, anyone in this space, you know you don't want to promote the fact that you own Bitcoin or you're into Bitcoin. Uh, it just opens you up to a uh, $5 wrench attack. Um, so I am struggling to find some cons. That's yeah. Thanks for paraphernalia guys. Obviously I'm not going to use it. Um, so as far as how does this compare to other products in the market? So it is a bit different. So because no one is using the SD card, um, the closest one on the market would be the Ledger Nano X. So the BitBox 02 is 139 euros, which is almost at parity with the US dollar now. Um, plus shipping and um, shipping is a different price to other places. And this is something where I want to give Shift Crypto a lot of credibility for because this thing arrived very quickly. Um, I am still waiting for a review from Foundation's Passport. That was meant to come to me two or three months ago. I'm still waiting for that to arrive. So Shift Crypto getting this to us so quickly to review for them is um, really speaks volumes in this current environment. So the Ledger Nano X is $149 plus taxes. They include shipping, but you have to pay taxes on top of that. Look, there are a lot of differences between the two. Um, so the Ledger Nano X is Bluetooth. We have not reviewed Bluetooth. I don't know how secure that is, so I can't comment on it. The Nanos have quite a small screen. They've got the press buttons and issues I've had with the Ledgers is the cables. So I love the fact that the BitBox comes with these um, different connections and they're so solid, like they just click into place. I've had too many times where I'm trying to help a customer move their private keys into a ledger and the cable just is not picking it up. So you open Ledger Live, the application, and it's just not reading the ledger device. So my Customers have to go out and buy another cable, find another cable, and what should have been an hour ends up being a lot more than that, and it's quite frustrating fiddly for that. So maybe with the Bluetooth, they've they've fixed that. Um, I don't know. I can't comment on that. I haven't haven't played with the latest Ledger. Uh, with the Foundation Passport, haven't received that. That is a lot more expensive, but that has a lot more options like QR scanning in it. So for me, the BitBox, uh, for what you get, the micro SD card, the security, the convenience, and the big screen, it is yeah very, very well priced. 
So first thing to do when you get your Bitbox is you're going to go to shiftcrypto.ch forward slash start. And this address is already on the packaging. And that's going to allow you to download the Shift Crypto Bitbox app directly onto whichever operating system that you are running. So once it's downloaded, you're going to get the welcome message pop up. And at this stage, you will actually plug in your BitBox into your computer, and it's going to ask you to verify this pairing code. So this code pops up on the BitBox itself. And we mentioned this before. This is confirming that the BitBox is genuine. And if that code confirms, then this is where you click on the two sides, bringing those two arrows together we showed you earlier. And this will launch your device in the app. And this gives you the options of creating a new wallet or restoring an old one. This is where we mentioned before, you can restore from the 24 seeds or you can actually restore from an SD card. And here we have the message to make sure your SD card is in because we're creating a new one. You want to have the SD card in there and you just give this BitBox a name and then off we go. We're starting a whole new device. So I'm just going to call this one after the show Bitcoin Basics. And what we're going to do is create this wallet. And this is going to confirm the name on the cold storage device itself. On the Bitbox, it pops up on the screen. Is this the name that you're calling it? And we're going to confirm that. And it's going to ask us to set a password. So this password here is to open the device. So every time we plug it in, it's going to ask for this password. So just keep in mind the password is to unlock the BitBox. It's actually different to a passphrase. So the passphrase, which applies to each wallet, and you can actually have a different passphrase for every wallet. So this is to unlock your BitBox, which every time you plug it into your computer and you launch the Shift Crypto app, this password is something you'll need to remember every time. So now we're going to set it up so you can actually receive some Bitcoins and just click on the left side there. We're going to go down the Bitcoin that opens your Bitcoin wallet because remember, this is a Bitcoin only edition and you're going to click on receive. Now, before we do that, we actually do want to set up a passphrase. We'll show you how to do that. So not every wallet requires a passphrase. A passphrase is that extra level of protection and it's one that basically hides your wallet and you need the passphrase to open it up. So when you do click on the BitBox, you put it in, it will ask you for a passphrase. You add that passphrase in. If you don't, it's just not going to reveal that wallet. So you can actually go to the um, BitBox help page and that will explain how a passphrase works and what you need to do with it. Now that we've figured out how to use a passphrase, we are going to go into manage device. And we are going to select manage backups because we want to back this up onto the SD card and we get this message, check your device. So we've got to confirm that the SD card is in. And if you haven't put it in, this is where you put that SD card in your device. So once you put your SD card in, it's going to ask you to verify to check your device. So you click on that and you just make sure that these numbers and letters correspond with what's on the device itself. And this is where you slide your finger or thumb across the device and it's going to show you what's on screen. It should show you what's on screen. So you just make sure that that's all good and you press OK if it is. So one thing that you can actually do here with the BitBox is you can still show the recovery words. So this is the 24 seed recovery words that you have. And this, even though we're backed up on the SD card, you can still um, reveal the 24 words. I'm not going to do it here, 
But what this does is it actually then shows you the 24 backup words that you need for the big box. You would obviously write these down and keep them somewhere safe. But keep in mind, if anyone gets these 24 words and they know what they are, they know that they're related to a Bitcoin wallet, they can then basically have access to all your Bitcoins on this device. So now that we've done that, we're actually going to enable passphrase. And this is really good because it goes through the explanation of what is a passphrase and what does it do. And keep in mind, this is different to the password that unlocks your device. And a passphrase is something that you can add to a separate wallet. So every different wallet, you have the option of setting up a passphrase. You can use the same one and you can use a different one. Why would you do that? Well, let's just say someone gains access to your device and there's a $5 wrench attack, which basically means they're demanding your password and passphrase. You can give them one passphrase, which will open up the device, but only show the wallet with a small amount of Satoshis on there. So you might have, say, two Bitcoins on one wallet, but only 0.01 Bitcoins on another. And you need the second passphrase to open up the wallet with the larger amount of Bitcoin. So that's really handy. And look again, $5 wrench attack is something that is rare, um, unlike, unlikely to happen. But I do simply like the feature that this is something that Bitbox has thought about and has planned for. All right, so once you've read everything, you're going to check and it's going to ask you to confirm on the device. So on the device itself, it's actually going to show the passphrase, not in asterisks, but actually um, spell out the passphrase to make sure you've got it right. And it does this every time you open it because it's confirming that you have typed it in correctly. And this is, again, a really, really cool feature. So when confirming on device, it's where you bring your the two fingers together on either side and that you will then see once you've done that is the password has been enabled for that wallet. We're going to go into the um, features again, the settings, because there's something else that uh, I like to do. So if we just go into settings and here you'll see you've got the different currencies that you can select. And another one that I like to change is this is custom fees. So enable custom fees is off. The reason you do that is because you can actually manage how fast or slow you want your Bitcoins to be um, transacted. So if you need them in a hurry, you can select a higher fee. If there's no rush, you can select a lower fee for how fast you want your Bitcoins moved across um, the network. And then you can choose which currencies you want displayed in. So this is just on the Bitbox itself. When it's going to show your portfolio, it's going to just reveal what currency the, that um Bitcoins against Euro, Swiss, US, Australian, there's quite a few in there. And you just select which ones and you can have multiple ones. Now that I've enabled passphrase, I need to open a new wallet. So I'm going to go add account and I'm going to go PP, which means passphrase on this one, because not every account has a passphrase and I just enabled it. So we're going to add the account and it is obviously a Bitcoin account. And what we're going to do now, and I like this alert comes up. This is actually telling me that the SD card is in the device and that I should keep it separate. So that's handy that that pops up in case you forget the SD cards in there. So we are now going to receive and I'm going to click on this address here. So what you do is this is another handy feature is this will show up on the device itself. So it's just confirming that what is on the screen is also on the device. So if you click on the blue show and verify and slide along the device itself and this will reveal should reveal the same address it's always worth double checking that you're receiving bitcoins to the right address and then you can just copy that address 
and you that's the address you're going to be sending to your bitbox and if you need help showing on how to move your bitcoins from an exchange to a cold storage device we have done this on other videos we will link to that but by now most people should know how to do this but again this is something that yeah we have had multiple videos showing how to move your bitcoins from an exchange into a cold storage device but this is now the um, address for that passphrase account in the bitbox all right, everyone, and that's it for setting up your BitBox O2. We certainly hope that you enjoyed this and it was beneficial. And remember, if you do have any um, questions or queries, you can always go to the Shift Crypto website. They have a useful support page, and you can always contact us at BitcoinBasics.help. Thanks for watching or listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please like, subscribe, and share so we can spread this educational content to others like yourself. Visit BitcoinBasics.help. Disclaimer, any content provided by CoinCompass is for educational and informational purposes only and is not investment, legal, tax, or any other professional advice. A qualified professional should be consulted before making any financial decisions. CoinCompass will at times recommend certain products, services, and technologies, but these are opinions based upon our own or podcast guests' experience and not endorsements. We take no liability for out-of-date or inaccurate information, software bugs, manufacturing errors, technology misuse, or issues involving third parties. Visit coincompass.com for more information and please contact us.